Reiki and meditation for business? I've been doing meditation for a couple of years now, especially with business questions, but working with Victoria Whitfield has helped me do it better. She's guided me on journeys into myself and consciousness that I can say have led me precisely to this moment doing exactly what I'm doing. So introducing her to you has been a long overdue. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Defiant Business Podcast, and I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, founder of Defy the Status Quo, a branding and marketing consultancy. This podcast is for the business owners and professionals who have seen the status quo in their industry and are ready to do things differently. We're here for the contrarians, mavericks, and rebels. On the Defiant Business Podcast, we'll talk about marketing, sales, client and customer experiences, finances, and amazing entrepreneur journeys that show that none of us are alone. Thank you for joining me. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, and I am super proud to introduce an absolutely amazing professional to you uh, today. Today with me, I have Sensei Victoria Whitfield, and this interview is long overdue. Victoria, thanks for being here with me today. (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm trying to contain myself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I have to be honest, you all are in for a wonderful ride today uh, and next week because Victoria's episodes are already going to be amazing. It took everything in me to hit the record button before we talked it all out ahead of time. So I'm going to go ahead and read off her bio so you know exactly what it is. Well, so you think you know exactly what it is that you're dealing with before we blow your top off with all of the amazing information that's going to come out today and in next week's episode. So Victoria, Sensei Victoria Whitfield is the world's first business Reiki master, and she's also the hostess of the five-star rated Journeypreneur podcast on iTunes. So Victoria helps empathetic entrepreneurs and leaders stay grounded and clear as they navigate the emotional roller coaster of business development by using the power of strategic meditation. And it's amazing having gone through it. I will tell you that. It's amazing. So Sensei Whitfield is a published author, a successful six-figure energy healer, and has toured the world showing heart-centered and growth-minded leaders how to get connected to their natural intuition and truly be visionary so they can work less and increase their impact. Boom. I bet y'all thought we were going to say increase their revenue. No, she said increase their (laughs) impact. Get it straight. Amen. Oh my gosh. We got to have our values aligned. Yeah. Yes, we do. Okay. So first things first, I said it, business Reiki master. So for those that don't know, can you tell us what Reiki actually is? So I remember back in the day when I first started practicing Reiki, I got this question so many times that I had a t-shirt printed from Vista Print that said, what is Reiki? Um, and I remember one time I met a lady uh, at a networking event who, uh, like, it, you know, it said on my name tag, like, uh, Reiki master, business Reiki master. And she's like, oh my gosh, raking? You rake leaves? I didn't know someone could, <laughs> I didn't know someone could master that. Oh my God, I have, like, I need your card. So with love, 
no, <laughs> that is not, I am not the master of Reiki leaves. Um, Reiki is actually an energy therapy. So it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like a martial art, but for healing. So it's a healing art and it comes from Japan. The word Reiki is a Japanese word for universal life force energy. And this specific system of natural healing from Japan has codified a specific set of techniques for manipulating, increasing, releasing energy in different ambient systems, maybe in the body, maybe into plants, maybe in animals, maybe in space, maybe even um, your earlier life, or if you believe in past lives, right, as well as your future, you have the ability to have influence when you learn Reiki, especially energy influence. And that is what Reiki is about. It is a uh, lineage-based system, which that means you learn from another master who learned from another master, like it goes back through the lineage so you can trace. I actually have a family tree um, of my masters. It traces all the way back to the founder. Um, And what's wonderful about it as a practice when it's done consistently it can be really life-changing to have always have the ability to influence the energy around you as well as within you Um, reiki however as an industry has had a lot of weird stuff going on recently where people can like you know pay five dollars for a master level attunement um and then they'll like you know they'll get their nails done and come on tiktok and like wave their nails at you and that's reiki according to that (laughs) and that's not really not really the practice there are also a lot of people who because reiki as an energy therapy which also by the way um uh, many well i've been at this for years but more and more many uh insurance companies will cover reiki clearings and stuff like that and so but at the same time because of its um increasing popularity over the last couple decades Um, You'll see people who just say what they do is Reiki, even though they haven't been um, they haven't been trained by a master. They haven't had that Mm -hmm. relationship um, with a a master teacher. And they just went, got the certificate, put it on their LinkedIn and never did the practice again. It's kind of like calling yourself a weightlifting master because someone printed out a sheet of paper that says you are allowed to lift weights, but you never went to the gym. You never got in there. You just, you, you never cultivated your body and your ability to do so. So I, I yes, I'm a business Reiki master in particular, because I specialize in increasing energy and influence for business owners who are energy sensitive. Uh, I'm the first in the world. This is my lineage. I've been, I'm trained by four other masters formally in four other previous lineages and i'll continue my own personal training as well as the development of my lineage business reiki so those that was i would say a lot but that was enough (laughs) to answer your question (laughs) no i love that um because you also kind of moved into my next question which was like what you know what's the application of reiki you know, for you in business and like how you help clients. And so, I mean, that, that really helps. And I think, 
especially in the type of the world that we're in right now, the the business world and and how many new businesses are starting. Clarity is something we are definitely lacking. Our energy is just becoming contaminated uh, and, and we're not aware of it, you know. And again, like I, I mentioned when I was reading your bio, but, you know, being somebody who's worked with you, you know, looking at your, like attending your retreats, like that's been something that has helped a lot. And it's, it's wonderful because it's not always the answer you think you need. Uh, and I, I think that that for me always has added to, uh, my trust and belief in you is, it's not always the answer that I think I need. It's not butterflies and rainbows and sunshine. It's, but it's definitely the answer that I actually needed. And as sometimes it just comes right out of left field where I was like, oh, that was hiding over there. So, <laughs> so I think, you know, for some people it's like, wow, okay. Business Reiki master. That is like, wow, never heard of that before. It makes sense. World's first. Right. So what inspired you to do the work that you're doing, you know, through your business? How did, how did you come here? How'd you get here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like any healer, I got hurt. Mm. Um, what inspired me in the first place was like, I ended up working myself into the hospital and it, um, that triggered few layers of self-examination of, gee, how did I do that? (laughs) And come to find out, um, I started um, connecting more and more of the dots um, in my life of, my gosh, I think I may be a workaholic. And I used to think I was just a hard worker. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that there was like a pattern to this issue. And so it, it started coming out when I started looking at my family history. And I never had the honor of meeting my maternal grandfather. Like when I see people sitting, I actually also never met my blood paternal grandfather um, for different reasons, but especially what inspired me to really focus as a business Reiki master was my maternal grandfather. I grew up with all kinds of stories from my mom and my two aunts about him of like, he was super competitive, super intelligent. He always wanted them to be the best. Uh, my mom was would say, well, I was the son he always wished he could have, and like, <laughs> which, which has very interesting implications. But yeah. the, it was like um, strong masculine man, um, very, very driven and competitive, uh, was the district sales lead for their lumber company, just like powerful, powerful man, um, left uh, wealth to my mom. And her two sisters when he passed, but he, it was not like he passed of old age. He actually dropped dead at work at 51 years old of a massive heart attack. Whereas I worked myself into the hospital, he worked himself to death at work. He was, um, and it's crazy. The more I tell this story about my grandpa, it's weird. More people come forward and like, you know what? My, my grandpa or, you know, my uncle dropped dead at work too. And it was like, Back then, there was absolutely no concept of anything other than be the best, right? Mm-hmm. Get shit done, be the best, uh, be the best at what you do, train others to be the best, win, win, win. And what's unfortunate is that when he dropped dead at work at 51 years old, not only um, did my my mom and her sisters lose him, but they were now orphaned um, as, as young women. 
um, with this huge inheritance that he left them. And so then there were uh, family members in a predatory way would come to try and help them mm-hmm. with the money. And I mean, also looking at that, it, it was just like, you know, all this, do I want to leave a legacy like that? Is that the impact that I want to have that I um, that I didn't make it home to my children, that I didn't make it home to my family because I wanted to be the best at work? And to tell them to work hard, that with, with my life, my message is work hard, be the best. Ah, like that, there's so much grief that my mom and my aunts carry. And there's this weird sense of loss as a grandchild of like, I have no grandfathers because the message for me as a grandchild was work is more important than me. Mm-hmm. Making money, winning is more important than me. And my family also has a history of labile, high blood pressure. So that means stress-induced high blood pressure. So mm-hmm. I've had the experience of driving both my parents to the ER of work-related kind of blackouts and fainting from their high blood pressure. Like I mentioned before, I myself have worked myself into the hospital. So this is like all in the background mm-hmm. of total, un- like no awareness that health has anything to do with work. And in fact, we're exchanging our health as a family. Like I'm just talking about myself and my family. Love mm-hmm. We're exchanging our health for dollars. In my grandpa's case, literally exchanging his life for dollars in the bank or another, you know, good job or you won the sale. Like, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is there another way to be highly influential and Mm -hmm. highly productive without exchanging your life or your, your life force? And that's where... Um, Reiki came in and it was because I needed it first. I, I needed it first. I, I was working, I was a heavy smoker, like regularly ending my day with Jack and Coke to cope with the stress of working in a job that I hated and that was crushing my soul. I was reaching mm-hmm. for substances to really suppress that. But once I worked myself in the hospital, I started looking into alternative ways to manage my emotions and my stress levels. And the more that I did that, the more productive and more influential I became, the greater impact I've been able to have as a result. And so that's where being a business Reiki master has come from is working on that force behind our work. And that is our energy. Wow. And as something came to my mind when you said, you know, exchanging our health for dollars um, you know, dollars in the bank. But, you know, if you end up in the hospital, they will still charge you for being there. Oh, yeah. And and if and if you end up dying, they will still charge you to have a funeral. Oh, yeah. So, you know, how much have you really gotten? You know, so it, it looks, you know, like you said, it's just very that's what we're that's what a lot of people um, particularly generations past, although not that it's not still pervasive in, in today's generation. And then in the space that we're in with a lot of entrepreneurs, it's like 60 hour weeks, 80 hour weeks, like that's what it takes to be successful. And, you know, that's one way that someone can achieve a singular type of success, a siloed type of success, i.e. money. Mm-hmm. But if you were to take the measure of their entire life, is their whole life a success or as you said, you know, or is it like a sacrifice of, of health and time with family and love. And so just 
thank you so much for for sharing that that background. So what then? And I have gone on vision journeys with Sensei Victoria, so I, I feel that there is weight to this question. Uh, what is your like grand vision for your business's impact on the world? I see a world where the choice to be in business is one that is healing for all those who choose to go to work, for those who choose to contribute to time and energy and expertise and money and intellectual resource and other kinds of resources, their spirit, for those who choose to work, that that choice be one that is a perpetually and increasingly healing choice that every workplace on the face of the planet have systems, structures, culture, and society, philosophies, automations, and technology that increases the health of all those contained. That is the, the grand vision for my business. At the, at the head of every organization, every CEO is a Reiki master, is a healer, is someone who is energy aware and who as they, as they lead their people, lead their people into greater and greater healing for themselves as well as for one another. Um, my desire is that my nephew, um, who I see as my legacy in the world, that he goes forward knowing that um, the that this generational curse of working oneself to death or thinking that it's cool because we suck on the brainwashing that we're fed, that working hard is makes you important because we don't feel important within ourselves. So we have to make sure that we exchange working hard and our life force energy in order to be visible to ourselves and others. Like that he and his generations going forward as well as ours can start to enjoy mm -hmm. that, that, that buck stops here, that, that illusion, that brainwashing that we've received as a, a world community, that this is what it looks like to be successful is to hustle and to lose your hair, whether you're male or female and go bald serving other mm -hmm. people, whether you have your own business or as an employee or, Oh, you're going to wait to live your life until you're 60 freaking five years old. If you can make it, if like, you can make it. it's, it's like this, this is my vision um, for the impact that we've had is that there's space for, for healing, healing conversations, for healing innovation, for mm -hmm. healing business within every company. That's why I created my visionary inner circle that's why I created my movement is to make sure that we are now teaching the up and coming entrepreneurs of this day how to create healing space in their companies for others. And so that's that's what it's about. Oh, my goodness. I knew it was going to be good. I knew it was going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's true. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so. This was, I think, an amazing first episode, an amazing intro, um, and especially to close, right, with like your your vision when you talk to your clients and you talk to your audience about being the chief visionary officer, right, in in their businesses. And I think for me, that definitely hit a particular way. Um, if you are constantly on the grind, on your grind, burning the candles at both ends, hustle, 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 uh, when do you have time to be the visionary, right? And not 
and not as a do task, right? Not to do vision, but to be visionary, I think mm. is is a distinction that I've felt I have felt it in in working with you and and really just mm. so thank you so much. And I I want to make sure that we uh as we close this episode that we talk about the uh resources that you have for anybody who's listening. So if you'd like to share that, please. So we have free resources, especially our um, energy productivity checklist. So we have a top 10 energy hacks for productivity checklist um, that's going to be available at victoriawhitfield.com forward slash podcast um, because we're on a podcast. So highly recommend that you check that out. Um, that is out of my years of setting up different standard operating procedures for protecting as well as fostering health for our, myself as well as my team and then our community. It's the top 10 things that's like, if you're not doing this, uh, maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> so go uh, and check that out there. Um, we also, I mean, my gosh, we have so many resources across different social media platforms, but I think victoriawhitfield.com forward slash podcast is the best first place to start. Awesome. Okay. So you all heard it. So get there and we'll make sure to include a link in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us today and be sure to join us next week. Subscribe so you don't miss it. Uh, be sure to join us next week because Victoria is going to take us through an area of her expertise. And I am super excited uh, just from a business perspective. I know this, this conversation is going to be very synchronous for me, and I can only hope that it is also very synchronous for you. So Victoria, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, my pleasure. I'm excited to see everyone next week where I'm a hint. Can I hint? Can I you can hit. Yeah. So I mentioned earlier that I talk about having a history as a workaholic, but I don't know if anyone has ever heard of what a coachaholic is. And we're going to go into that next week. Ooh, okay. All right. That's all we're going to say. That's all we're going to say. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Defy the Status Quo Biz, and the link is in this episode's description. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.